Yes, people, it's episode 118, 17, 18, 18 of Griff's Brain. That was me, Griff. Obviously, doesn't it sound lovely? Sounds crisp, crisp, crisp. Enunciate, enunciate the P, crisp. I just spout in the mirror. That's how much I'll pop the P, pop the P, pop the P. Pop, that sounds like a euphemism for uh, pop the pussy, pop the pee, pop, pop, pop the pee. That's, actually, now it sounds like you take someone's virginity. I don't want it to sound like that. Anyway, it's 118. Episode 118 of Chris Brain. That was me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? I'm in Cardiff. Cardiff. Um, after the fourth leg of the Wahala tour, guess what? Africa got a point on the board. It is 3-1. It's 3-1 now. We're heading to Birmingham next week. So... If they get one there, we're heading into London. We've then been able to equalise. We predicted that they would have Cardiff and they would have London. So we need to smash them out the park in Birmingham. But I'll tell you what, I was battling Kazim, uh, as I have for the whole tour. Hit me some, hit me some new ones that I, I, it fucked me up because I started laughing on stage. Because sometimes it doesn't matter. The shit's just funny. He said some shit, and I, I just, I thought I started laughing, and he just threw me off. I, I forgot I was meant to be battling him. I was just enjoying his jokes. So that was so funny. Then the microphone got handed to me. I was like, oh shit, I've got to say something back. I, I was just laughing. Yeah, man, we are in Cardiff. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little trip advisor review. We're in the inns, Cardiff inns. If you want to stay in Cardiff, um, it's a two bedroom apartment. It's just two double bedrooms, uh, kind of like a kitchenette in the hallway and the shower, and a well bathroom, with a walk-in shower, and do what lovely, highly recommended if you're gonna stay in Cardiff. It's just nice. It's a nice place. Really, really nice. Um, who is it? Steve, Steve, and Rafina. Hafina, Hafina, and Steve. They, um, they're they're my hosts. And they want a lovely apartment. I'm gonna get. I'm actually gonna give them a nice review. It's so easy to bitch and moan, isn't it, online and leave a shit review. But how about you just leave a nice review somewhere? This place is nice. What's nice about it? It's nothing particular. It's just, just a comfortable stay. It's just a nice stay. So no, cannot complain. It's just uh, easy. Tell you what, it's got some space age door entry thing though. You know, like you're reading the instructions on how to do something. You're like, I'm right, I'm here, I'm in front of it. I don't believe that's how it works. Even though you're right there. And you, you're almost skeptically following the instructions. So, basically, there's a door pad, right? On the front door. There's no, there's no key. There's no lock. There's a pad. And it says, yeah, put your hand over the pad and, and press the number. I was like, what? Well, it's going to scan my palm. Like, how does this work? If it was, trust me, guys, if that's some space age shit, I'll put my hand on the door. And then suddenly this keypad just appears out of nowhere. Like this electronic lighting thing. Just, just, it just makes this weird noise. Felt like something like Minority Report. It's like, yeah, key in the number. I was like, there's no dial here. There's no numbers to key in. So I put your hand over the pad. Float my hand over. I said, like, no fucking way. <laughs> Quite excited. I was like, Jesus, this is this is wild. But um, no, it's nice, really nice here. Mm. And um, yeah, man, we've seen the pub. Me and Kazee were just joking about um, went to the pub to watch Man United versus Chelsea. Um, you know, every team 
in the battle for sixth I'm calling it. It's not the battle for third or fourth. It's the battle for sixth. Every team's doing so shit, trying to outfail each other, uh, fall down to sixth. Each time Spurs lose, I'm just I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, ah, that was our chance to secure fourth because I know the other teams are going to do something shit. And lo and behold, Arsenal get battered and Chelsea and United take points off each other. Spurs could have wrapped, I said, me and mate said before, me and mate Ash said, we could wrap up third. Not even top four, we could wrap up third this weekend if we beat West Ham. And what do Spurs do? Lose. Because we just knew every other team around us was going to lose. But, uh, oh well. But anyway, we was in the pub, and it's just different cities, different vibes. Could you imagine going out in London and seeing a group of girls in a pub showing rugby and football playing pool? You're not going to find that anywhere. And these girls weren't disgusting and, and horrid. They weren't fat. They weren't, you know what I mean? They, they didn't look like beer drink, drinkers. They were drinking beers, but they didn't look like beer drinkers. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm talking about. If I told you there was a girl in a pub drinking beer, playing pool, you'd be like, no thanks. No, she's really lovely. She's got a lovely personality. No, I don't want to meet her. You know there's some names of girls you don't want to meet. <laughs> oh, and guys as well, though, if you put on a blind date, you know, if you put on a blind date with a Natalie or a Samantha, you'd be like, yeah, cool, I'll, I'll meet her. Sounds nice. If you put on a blind date with like a Gertrude, what? Hyacinth. Mm. Who? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. No. I mean, you might have a fetishized the name. What's the name? Claudia. Oh. Oh, Claudia. Nice. Not Claudia. No, Claudia. It's like, oh, where's she from? So you, you're creating this lovely image of the person in your head. So when I tell you there's some girls playing pool on a Sunday in a pub with rugby and football, drinking the beers, drinking the beers, you're like, mm, no, no thanks. What we're saying, it's just like different motive. You, don't, you just don't have that shit in London, I don't think. But yeah, man, it was very nice. Very, very nice in, in the pub. Uh, very chilled out. But completely different vibe. Cardiff's very chilled out city, though. Very nice. End up in a cab to a Glee Club. That's where we performed. So guess where my cab driver's from? From Hatfield. I was there just chatting away to Kazim. Didn't really like him butting into conversation there, you know. Me, me and the other passenger having the conversation. He goes, you from Hatfield? I like, yeah. I'm oh, from there. Grew up there. I was like, oh, fair enough. I guess this was a, a moment for you to join in. We are very far away from Hatfield. And I guess you don't meet too many people from your town. But, mate, chill out. This conversation enough to fucking do with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, ha. Huh. So, um, what has happened this week? Idris Elba, he's married. Um, well done to him. Lots of people on my um, social medias. Um, yeah, a lot of people on social media there. Uh, congratulating him. I thought I thought people knew him. I thought my friends actually knew him. The amount of... Uh, my, my wall was covered with just wedding pictures. Like, were you there? Are you trying to pretend you were there? I don't know what you're trying to achieve here by re reposting the pictures of his wedding. I'm not sure. I only saw one post about his wedding that I found interesting. Tell me that's from Kaylee Loudmouth. Uh, another comedian. Pregnant. She photoshopped a picture of her next to Idris because I love the way he looks at me. <laughs> I was like, you're effing rude. 
it like the, your baby father, his his wife, you're disrespectful for everyone. <laughs> but it was funny, man. People love Idris. He's a cool guy, though. But um, I'm just jumping in between just different topics. Talking about Idris, we was on a conversation yesterday before the gig, and uh, we was discussing who is your favourite actor. Now, my favourite actor, my brother knows this, is Leonardo DiCaprio. That's my favourite actor, hands down. Uh, brother calls him my boyfriend. No, oh, that was what's this film? Your boyfriend was in it. <laughs> I was like, what? Because I respect another man's skill. Like we don't do that week in, week out when we watch football. Actually singing songs towards dudes. In the pub, with men, or in the stadium, with men, watching men, play against men, singing songs with men, about men, against men. Yeah, that, but that, you you enjoying that film, gay. <laughs> but, um, but that, my brother's joking. But, um, yeah, we're talking about favourite actors, right? So, DiCaprio is my favourite actor. Um, Kazim said that DiCaprio is his favourite white actor and his favourite black actor is um, Denzel Washington. Um, and then who else was there? Yeah, then we started discussing who's our favourite black actors. So everyone almost unanimously agreed that DiCaprio was their favourite actor or white, or white actor and stuff. And so he's comparing Denzel to Leonardo DiCaprio. Now my thing is this. I love Denzel, but some roles Denzel plays, you can feel like the writer of the film has written this with Denzel in mind. Like, I want Denzel to play this role. This character is Denzel. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm writing this film. Whereas DiCaprio, you feel like I forget DiCaprio's in films. You know what I mean? That's how good, that's how well he takes on the character. He just becomes the character. Or the character becomes him. I don't know which way you want to say it, but you, you watch it and you forget it's him. Think about all the different films he's been in. Shutter Island, The Revenant, Beach, Titanic, Catch Me If You Can. Um, to, um, not to, Django. Do you mean, he's just, he's all these different characters he plays. The, the Departed. He's just he's just a different person in each of those films. Whereas sometimes you're watching a Denzel film, it's like he's he's Denzel. Like he he does a little monologue, he does a little speech. You're like, hey, he's Denzelin, he's Denzelin. Then he's discussing whether he's people's favorite black actor. There was something about uh, Will Smith, and I was saying that Will Smith's like he's got the record for me of making me cry the most times. And I was getting cuffed by Cat because I said I cried in I Am Legend. <laughs> it's a bit with his dog. That's why I knew he was a good actor. I don't even like dogs. But this guy made me feel upset about a dog dying in a film. So I was like, oh my God. Ah, is his only friend? Ah. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder, listeners, who's your favourite actor or actress? Either one. Who are your favourite actors and actresses? But mine, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Denzel, Will Smith, Tom Hanks is up there. 
I've got one friend who doesn't watch any Tom Hanks films because he says he always has AIDS. He's literally had AIDS in one film, Philadelphia. But in his mind, and he's never even seen that film. He didn't even know that film, he had AIDS in that film. But in his mind, he's like, he always has AIDS. I was like, why is that a reason to not watch a film? But hey, you, know, you can't pick your friends. I mean, you can, but I'm not. I'm not shifting this one. In. I'm not shopping him. In. He's uh, he's my best friend. <laughs> but it's such a weird reason to not like an actor. He always has AIDS. But yeah, I think I've said this on the podcast before. That because uh, in the roundabout way, he was talking about it feels like the film's just too forced. Like you know, the films that get released for Oscars, right? Those films where it's just all like weird and like it's, it's like the same formula. It comes out about November, December time, and it's about an unlikely friendship. So it could be interracial, it could be an age thing. Um, but it's got to be a relationship that kind of defies odds and belief. Like you two ain't meant to be friends. You're not meant to have a rapport. It could be a boss and an employee. But you know, it's, it's in the time where it's Jim Crow and someone's black and someone's white. So is that kind of shit? Then someone has AIDS or cancer. Yeah, someone's gonna die at some point. Um, and someone is painted as an asshole, but then through their friendship, through their unlikely friendship, they they peel back a layer and show their vulnerability and really show that everyone's human deep down. Everyone's got the same desires. It's, it's the same fucking shit every year. I hate it. And. It's like it's it's a weird thing. I'm I'm actually put off by films that get nominated for all those awards. How dumb's that? These make me the best films in the industry, but I see it released in November, December time. Then see you say, ten Golden Globe nominations, four Academy Award nominations. And so I'm like, no, 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 don't want to watch that bullshit. There's nothing here. No one's getting shot in the face in this film, are they? No. No one's getting beheaded? Nah, nah, they're not. Be someone fighting for their fucking kids and then their ex has AIDS or cancer. So it's just it's, it's the same shit. It's, I don't know what's that shit. But um, what else has happened this week? Mm. Ah, sorry. I'm a little sip of my, my tea. Yeah, what else has happened this week? Uh, um, where are we? Well, I gigged on Wednesday. Um, went to oh, I did my gig on Friday, so that's a fun gig. That before was at school, at a at a private school, oh, private school, boarding school, sorry, at a boarding school, and um, I saw just reading the headline. It said Avengers breaks box office. Records. Um, I, fuck the boarding school. Let's talk about Avengers. Listen, people. I, I went to see it on uh, Saturday morning, on my own, ten thirty in the morning. Did I feel like a paedophile? No, because I'm not one. So, but everyone tried. To, <laughs> everyone tried to put it on me though. There's like, what you going to cinema on your own, are you? Oh, it's like you're going to cinema on your own in the morning. You're going to wear a long jacket, are you, Darren? I was like, no, I'm not going to wear a long jacket. But I'll tell you what, completely different vibe when you go to the cinema that early. Queue for the popcorn, tiny. Queue for Costa for the coffees and the and like the paninis, massive. It's all adults. Adults at ten thirty in the morning. No kids there that early. Nah. 
all the adults there. There's a lot of men on their own. A few couples, but yeah, stocking up. And one thing I made me realise is how fucking expensive the cinema is. Like, I've been to the cinema, I've got that like, popcorn and one of their slushy drinks. Maybe some ice cream. They're like, that's £30, please. It's like, what? You what, you what love? £30? So I went to Costa, I got a, a latte, um, a, a grilled sandwich, a pack of crisps, a chocolate muffin, uh, a boss of water, all caps like £8. And I was like, why, why do I go to get popcorn? Just, just like, just go somewhere else. Why do we do it? Some people listening go, I've, I've never bought anything in that cinema, Darren. I've, I sneak it in. <laughs> it's why we go with women to the cinema. They have handbags. Put this shit in there. What is that? It's the George Foreman grill. We're going to grill some fucking meat in the cinema. Because <laughs> I'm not paying for anything. Not paying for fucking anything. But um, yeah, I went to see Avengers, though. Um, this isn't a spoiler. I don't care. This is not a spoiler. Don't stay to the end, right? I mean, post-credits. Don't stay. Go. Go live your life. I didn't know this was a thing. Alright? You know, at the end of every Marvel film, there's a closing scene, like post credit scene, right? There wasn't one. Unless you are a super, super sentimental, nostalgic Marvel fan, stay to the end. But I've warned you. I've given you a spoiler, but I think this is a spoiler that should have been told. Apparently it was told, and I just went overkill on my avoidance of anything to do with Avengers. I didn't click anything on, on social media. As soon as I saw the word Avengers or Endgame in someone's post, I just scrolled past. I was like, don't want to see it, don't want to hear it. Some people tricked me by just having a picture of them at the cinema. I'm like, what's this? What am I reading? Oh, they're talking about Avengers. No, 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 no. Don't look at it. So I was like, no, no. Don't worry, I'm not going to spoil the film. I'm not going to say what happened because I think we're still within a week. And that That's my rule. If if it's within a week, big films, you have a week to watch it. If you haven't watched it within a week, you never really want to watch it. And I'm going to start talking about the film. So next podcast, I'll talk about it. But this one, I won't. I'm not a dick. Same as like TV series. Have you ever seen that? Oh, some people are such wankers. Like Power. It's released on Monday in, in the UK, Sunday in the US, and a dickhead will watch it on Saturday and be like, oh my God, I can't believe what Ghost just did. Can't believe Ghost did that. And it's like, what? Are you fucking serious? I remember seeing one person who got unfriended by about 10 people because she posted a power spoiler. And she was so wrong and strong. Proper ignorant about it. I just remember just reading her status going, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> Like, I managed to avoid it, but I saw all the fallout from it. I luckily saw it. In, I luckily saw um, an early version of the episode. So it didn't spoil it for me. But I was like, Jesus Christ. You cannot post something like that. That is wild. I hope no one knows where you live and fucks you up. I think it... I think, was it... It was either the season finale... Yeah, it was, it was a season finale that she revealed. 
And she was giving her, well, I thought everyone knew this already. And he was like, no, no, he didn't. Now, my sister, she watches EastEnders to this day. And she doesn't know what happens like, in the next episode. I don't watch EastEnders. And I'll just like accidentally find an article that'll say, oh, yeah. Max Brannan's had sex with everyone in Wolford. Just like, yeah, of course. What do you expect was going to happen there? Characters don't change. Uh, anyway, um, this podcast is pretty aimless today. I haven't done uh, I ain't done my research. I ain't done my Googles. I, I don't know what's going on in the world. Um, just, yeah. There's, there's nothing else to, to talk about, really. Um... What fans are debating if Avengers Endgames did enough for LGBTQ representation? Alright, there's... There's his first canonically gay character. Wait, it's the Mashable though. Mashable's not a real... um... Wait, the Mashable's not a real thing. It's a... This is uh, what's it? A satirical website, right? Uh, I'm am I gonna be dumb and read this out loud? Who who's the who's the gay character? No, I, no, I didn't actually spot any. I didn't see any gay character in there. Apparently there was a... Well, okay, apparently there's a gay character in the film I didn't notice. They're fucking promoting it. They're making me gay. No, uh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. If um, if that's in there. But no, I don't know. There's nothing else happening in, in the world, is there, really? Not that I can think of. I'll think of something. What, what else I'll do this week? That'll prompt me to think if there was anything that happened in the world. Um, no, no. I can't think of anything that happened in, in a week. All right, let's just go and do a deirdre then. Because, um, oh, the marathon that happened yesterday. A uh, Kenyan guy won it for the fourth time. Surprise, not really. Um, but fair play to the guy. I'm I'm not a big fan of the marathon. I don't. I uh, I mean I've never been remotely tempted to do it. I've never even done a half marathon. I think my point is this: like the marathon came about because a guy had no alternative way of getting from one place to the other. He had to run 26 miles to pass a message. If he had an alternative method, like a horse. He would have chosen that, yet we, as a society, are now go, do you know what? Let's just do that for fun. Let, is that what? Yeah, let's just do it for fun now. We've got trains and we've got planes, taxis, cars. But no, I'm going to choose to travel 26 miles by foot. I'm not going to walk it casually, I'm going to run. Like, why? Why are we doing this? There's some of you going, Darren, it's not for fun. It raises money for charity. Why can't we just donate money to charity if we actually care about that charity? Why does someone have to almost permanently fuck up their knees and legs for us to donate, like, some money for fucking... 
you mean cancer or cystic fibrosis or you know what I mean? Oh yeah, this is for uh, it means for animal protection or child protection. It's like, well, that sounds like a worthy cause. Can I just donate some money for that? Yeah, I'm running the marathon. It's like, why? Like, I, I'm not going to give... I don't care about that cause in the world until you fuck yourself up. Oh, you fucked yourself up, all right. Your legs are on ice for a week and you're never the same again. Got fucking nipple chafe. Fucking ripped your own tit off. It's like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll donate £20. <laughs> I didn't know that charity existed. Am I going to continue looking into that charity? No. No, mate. I'm literally donating on how much I like you. Nothing to do with the actual charity. How much I like you. It's weird, isn't it? There's some charities, some charities and some acts that just don't match up, right? Now, if you do a marathon, then you've earned whatever donation you're asking for because a marathon is big. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do. I just think it's an unnecessary thing to do, All right? But then there's like some charity things that people do. Like, yeah, I'm shaving my legs for charity. It's like, listen, you vain motherfucker. You just shaved your legs anyway. Don't try to get money out of me. Don't try to extort me. You're getting no fucking money from me. Shave my legs. What for? Canine epilepsy. It's like, fuck off. Not, not a chance. Not a chance. I'm... I'm going to pretend I can't see this email. You can come up to me. He's, Darren, do you see my email? For them? No, you haven't donated yet. He's like, no, I saw your email, mate. Not donating. Not for that shit. See, like, if someone ran a marathon for canine epilepsy, then it would probably be done on how much I like the person. It's all bad, man. I'm always going at canine epilepsy. <laughs> it's just it's a charity that I remember existed when I was a kid. I was remember it's like a TV show. Jimmy Carr was hosting it. Some guy for Big Brother had won. It's like a celebrity version of a show. Who are you gonna donate your money to? It's like canine epilepsy. And Jimmy Carr's like, you what? You like put his finger in his ear, like spoke to his producers, go, like, can we can we not give it to this guy? It's like some person was just lost. They were trying to raise money for cancer and for like preventing child abuse. And your canine epilepsy, wow. So ever since then, it's always stuck in my head. Canine epilepsy is a, a joke charity. But anyway, um, what is... How long have we, we done here? How long have we done this? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, shit, 26 minutes. All right, let's, let's go on dear, 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 There's no need for me to continue talking. I feel like I've spoken enough about stuff that's happened in the world. I can't really remember what's happened. Um... Yeesh, my husband knows I'm sleeping with my boss to pay the bill. So now he wants me to be an escort. Jesus, he wants to be a pimp. Put you on the game, girl. Shit, we got bills to pay, bitch. You need to get in these streets. In these streets. Make that money, bitch. But I'm your wife. You my wife, but you a hoe. You need to make that money, huh? Um. Anyway, so. Uh, dear Deirdre, my husband knows I've been sleeping with my boss to pay the bill, so now he wants me to be an escort. Um, my husband knows all about it. He and I are both 25. Jesus. I don't know why that made it worse, but... I mean, like, how many bills do you have? 
Anyway, um, E and I are both 25. We've been together since we were 17. Eesh, I work as a bookkeeper at a local firm of accountants. The boss is in his 50s and always had an eye for me. When my husband was laid off by the garage where he worked, um, Tyrone from Coronation Street, we started to struggle for money. I was looking miserable at work and my boss said, give me a cuddle and I'll sort your rent arrears. Give me a cuddle. I found my arms around him and he arranged for me to work late the next day. We ended up having sex on the settee in the client's waiting room. Why do people end up having sex? I don't understand this. I'm telling you now, I've never just ended up having sex in my life. I mean, we just we ended up having sex. I mean, just I get when one thing leads to another. Like I went round someone's house, we had a drink. In that we you're attracted to that person already. That's one thing leading to another. Yeah, we started talking about sex. Okay, right, we know where this is going now. But yeah, I was working late, and then we had sex. Now that we mean not what? No, that's that's what. When you work late, I thought you had stuff to do. That's why you worked late. Anyway, the end of sex on the settee. Um, that was just the first time. Sex with him is surprisingly good. He takes more trouble over foreplay and lasts longer than my husband. Ah, okay, that's rude. A job came up at work to start training as a proper accountant. I joked to my husband that I'd have to sleep with my boss to get it, and he said, go for it. Yeah, he was saying, go for the job, darling. I think that's what he meant there. Uh, you know what I mean? Someone goes, someone jokes have to sleep with my boss to get a job and someone goes, go for it. I, you can almost guess they're joking. Anyway, oh, they're talking about the job, not bang your boss. Anyway, now I tell him about what I get up to with my boss. My husband finds it a turn on. Finds it turns him on, yeah. He hasn't managed to find another job and is now suggesting maybe I should sign up to become an escort because then I can make a lot of money. He says if it paid enough, I could give up my current job altogether. I have major doubts about this. Sex with someone I know well is one thing. Sex with strangers sounds alarming. I do accept that the extra cash would solve some of our debt problems, which would be a relief. But I feel uneasy about the idea. Listen, this is what's going to happen, right? You're going to fuck everyone. You're going to make all this money and you're going to pay all your bills. And then once you're out and you're clear and you've got no more debts, your boyfriend's going to leave you. Or your husband's going to leave you. He's going to divorce you. And his terms for divorce you will be because you cheated on him. And then he'll be entitled to half of what you've got. And you'll be entitled to half of what he's got. But he hasn't worked for a fucking year. So half what he's got is fucking zero. Half of zero is zero. And half what you got from your escort money is going to be huge. And he's going to take you to the cleaners. And then he can play Mr you know, sad guy in his next relationship so he can get as much poon as he wants. Oh, yeah, my... I found out that my ex was cheating on me and she was actually an escort sting of a boss. And, and the girls were like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for you. You need a lovely woman to take care of you. And he's like, yeah, I do, I do. Can you take care of me tonight in your bed? <laughs> She's like, of course, of course. So that's what's going to happen there. Um, right, what else is there? Let's see. Family strain. Despite my husband already being divorced when we met, my stepdaughter often won't speak to her father or me. She hates him being married to me. My husband's wife, my, sorry, my husband's mother is very much on her side 
and has now asked if she can take my stepdaughter away with her on holiday uh, without us. I am not happy about this. Why? Why are you not happy about this? Um, I'm 33. My husband is 39. And his daughter is 16. Why are you bothered about a 16-year-old going on holiday with her grandmother? Fucking hell. I've always been pleasant and kind to her. Oh, well done. Clap yourself. You're being pleasant and kind to a child. Well done. You need a fucking award. Um, but my husband and I now have a little boy and my stepdaughter and her grandmother don't want anything to do with him. Okay, that's odd. Uh, my mother-in-law makes it clear she resents my husband divorcing his first wife. Oh, jeez. And I feel her behaviour is making the situation worse. Yeah, it sounds like a shit situation. It sounds like that. You know when, like, mums or parents get too involved in a relationship? They love your ex. It's like, okay, you got to get over that, mum. She ain't coming back. <laughs> what are those ones? I, I, my mum does that with like all... She's done with all my exes when I've been single. Do you still talk to them? No, I ain't spoke to her mum. Not, not at all? No. Oh. That's just, so that, that's done then? Yes, mum. Done. That She's never coming back. Oh. Right. And then whenever I, start, whenever I started dating someone new, she's like, hmm, so you got new someone. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. In their head, like, hmm, you're cheating on your ex who you haven't been with for two years. But, hmm, right. <laughs> and then when my mum meets the new person, she's lovely. She's really nice. Very lovely. Much better than your ex. What? Yeah, you know, I didn't really like your ex. So what, what happened? What's happened here, mum? No, didn't like her. Clingy. Hmm, didn't like that one. No. I mean, she was nice, but no. This one here, much better suited. Yes. Yes, no, I like this one. <laughs> I mean, every one of my exes, I just didn't know my mum had an issue with something about their character while I was with them. Mum was just like, yeah, oh, lovely, lovely. And obviously now I'm engaged, my mum's just like fully, Darren, step aside, I want to talk to Naomi, don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Like, she talked to me on the phone for a few minutes. Like, how's Naomi? Where is she? Is she with you? Can I talk to her? So you've got a number one new caller. Why, why have you bothered you know, calling me? Well, then, um, right, what else has happened? Um, on Dear Did You Say Anything More? Um, oh, jeez. Another one. Anti-climax. I've started to no longer feel pleasure when I climax in bed with my girlfriend. What? I thought it was impossible. How can you come with no pleasure? Jesus, you animal. Just dead. <clears throat> I've finished. <laughs> right. Um, dear, dear G, when I climax, I'm getting less pleasure, pleasurable sensation. And felt nothing at all last time I'd sex with my girlfriend. I am a guy of 27. I've always loved sex and foreplay. Why do we separate the two? Foreplay is sex. I guess foreplay and coitus are different. But foreplay is sex. Put it like this. If your partner 
So I didn't sleep with him. I just sucked him off. And he fingered me and went down on me. And then we went down on each other. Nah, that sucked his balls. He'd be like, Jesus Christ, please stop saying words. This relationship was over when you started that sentence. <laughs> so I don't know why you're trying to act like it's, it's not sex. That's sex. That's always a funny thing, isn't it? When people ask, like, their partner, what's your number? What? How many people you slept with? Useless. Don't, don't, nah. Don't ask that because there's not a right answer. But if you are going to ask that, ask real questions. How many people you slept with? She's like, uh, four. So, oh, that's, that's not a lot. So, oh, no, but I sucked off a whole rugby team, though. No. Oh. 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 Mm. Okay. Right. Yeah, and like about 14 guys in Malia. How many times have you been to Malia? Oh, it was just a stopover. Ah. <laughs> right. Uh, back to this dilemma. Now I've started suffering premature ejaculation too, uh, but that's always been a tendency, so I know it isn't the cause. <clears throat> anyway, it's always been a tendency, but I like to come quick. That's what I like to do. Um, my partner's 28, and we've been together for five years. There have been no major upsets or problems in my life to cause this change. I'm really worried that I may have, I may never feel pleasure in climaxing again, which would make the whole exercise pointless. Jeez, what the hell is that? What could cause that? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe you've broken your penis. I don't know what that'd be. How can you just stop liking sex? Because he seems like he still likes his uh, his partner. So I thought, yeah, maybe you've gone off her, but that doesn't seem to be the, the issue. Um, I don't know, man. It's nuts. That is, that is flipping nuts. Right, let's see if there's any more. Uh, dear, dear, dear. Nah, don't think so. I think we're done. I think we're done today. Um, I, I need to get my train and head back to London. So we're going to call the end to the podcast there. What is happening this week? Uh, come and see me at just tomorrow, Banter Bash, while... Uh, that's training day since South London, doing that on Tuesday. I think I said someone gigging this week because I've got weddings this week. I've got a wedding on Thursday, I've got a wedding on Saturday. Doubling down on the weddings. So uh, that's good. Yeah, doing a two and a half day work week. So cannot complain. Um, it's going to be absolutely beastly when I get back on Tuesday. And, you know, behind on everything. But, ah, eh, whatever. You know, you just, you just survive. You, you work out. But, um, yeah, that's it. Um, then, yeah, so this weekend I'll be in Birmingham. Birmingham on Sunday. So, um, I'll probably record another podcast before Birmingham. Do that. But, all right, that's, um, that's the end of the pods. have I got anything to announce nothing nothing to announce nothing yet still nothing up for the Camden Fringe Festival again there'll be June tickling we'll go up for that Um, I need to actually finish that bloody submission I mean I've paid the money so it's happening and I've got the venue sorted I just need to actually do all the artwork and send that off but fucking hell put your finger out Darren anyway that's the end of the podcast Uh, cheers bye